Hello there, movie fans, and welcome to More Movies Weekly, number 48. You've got 48 hours. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name's Greg Fisher. His name is David Roberts, and in this podcast, we like to talk about the movies we've been watching, all things cinema, films, that kind of thing. How you doing, Dave? I'm bloody well, sir. I'm bloody well. How are you? I'm not too bad myself, my friend. Have you been up to anything fun this week? Well, we went to watch a film, didn't we? Yes, we did. We went to the cinema and we seen the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, the new Nicolas Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. We went to a private screening, did we not? We did. A special uh, invite-only private screening we uh, signed up for, a company called See It First. Um, They held a special private screening, I think, to gauge audience reaction, because we've had, like, feedback forms after the fact. Yeah. Um, um, To go and watch the film at um, the Showcase Cinema. Thanks uh, very much as well to the Showcase Cinema in Cardiff or Caffilly or wherever. It's kind of nearer to Caffilly really, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, Um, it is listed as as Cardiff, Caffilly, Traforest. Hey, it's in South Wales. That's That's all we know. And uh, and it starts here in uh, Spain and then it goes under the Bay of Biscay and then it comes up in South Wales. (laughs) <laughs> really nice theatre, um, quite packed out as well. So as this yeah. is kind of a comedy film, it was good to watch it with a sort of packed audience, everybody laughing, having a good time together, great atmosphere. That's the kind of thing you want from these sort of experiences. So, yeah, I mean, what a crazy film. Let's just talk about briefly what it's about. Um, it's one of those movies where the main actor is playing themselves. So Nicolas Cage, he's... He's at that point in his career where he, he needs a couple of hits, doesn't he? Or he needs he needs some money, basically. It's always the way. His, his career's <laughs> flagging a bit, and uh, he's still obsessed with being this, like, you know, artist, this actor. He's obsessed with movies, cinema. He, he wants to read for people that um, want him in the film anyway, where he just doesn't have to uh, <laughs> audition or any of that, but he wants to do it anyway. He's kind of, uh, in a way, he's going through a little bit of a... Um, existential crisis would you say is that fair yeah a bit of an existential midlife crisis and uh, yeah he's trying to get it get himself back onto into himself and, and become a star again because he he feels like he's waning and he, he's almost trying too hard yes um, especially where his young daughter's concerned because he's got a daughter who's like uh you know teenager 16 years old or 15 or whatever she is and he's obviously trying too hard with her he's trying to get her to watch all the movies he loves and do all the things that he loves to do and she's just a bit like dad cringe and uh stop it dad so he's he's having difficulty connecting with her there and uh his ex-wife um says to him you know you need to make more of an effort she needs a dad she doesn't need this or you, or whatever she says to him. (laughs) So anyway, his agent says to him, look, there's this guy in Mallorca, Spain, who will pay you a million dollars to just turn up at his birthday party and schmooze with him and whatnot. And at first he doesn't want to do it, does he? He's like, I don't do that, I'm Nicolas Cage. But it's like, look, you need the money. You owe 600 grand on your hotel. Yeah, he's been living in a hotel for six months and he owes him like like over half a million dollars. I thought that was quite funny as well. They like having me, he says. And of course, his his best friend is his imaginary friend, which is none other than 
Nicholas fucking Gage. <laughs> That's right. He, he imagines himself a younger version of himself, like the Nicholas Cage from Wild at Heart. Yes. Yeah. High kicking, crazy. I mean, in them days, he was that kind of role was spilling into his life as well. Have you ever seen the Wogan interview? Welcome, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> It's so funny. It's such a great interview. I'll put a link to it below because I know it's on YouTube if people want to check out the full thing. I've, we've just played a clip of it there, but it's so funny. My favorite bit of the interview is um, where uh, he says to Terry Wogan, you know who you remind me of? And Wogan goes, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It's well worth checking out. But back to the movie, yeah, he, he imagines himself talking to himself it's almost like um, implying he's got a little bit of a split personality disorder. Yeah. So his younger version of himself is this like wild at heart Nicolas Cage, who's like you said, Nicolas fucking Cage, and he's intense and he, he wants to be the king of the world. And anything that modern day actual Nicolas Cage is considering doing that is not in line with what his alter ego wants there's going to be trouble. So there's that yeah. element to it as well, which was absolutely hilarious. They did a really good job of de-aging him as well, I thought. It yeah, was very, right. it was that. quite subtle. Yeah. But, um, it was subtle enough and uh, they kind of thinned him a bit, didn't they, and stuff. And it looked great. It's uh, Considering you kind of know it's special effects, it, it worked. So he goes to Mallorca, Spain. And when he gets there, he is met by Javi, who is played by Pedro Pascal, who most people will know from The Mandalorian. Um, a great actor, really cool. I, I I first seen him in Narcos, you know, the uh, Netflix series. He's one of the yes. detectives in that. He's really good in that as well. But yeah, he's Javi and he's like a Nicolas Cage super fan. And he's a rich guy and he lives in Mallorca and he wants him over there for the party, celebrate his birthday. But then we find out that Javi is one of the worst gun runners in Europe and is responsible for killing loads of people and all this because, you know, the CIA basically um, take Nicolas Cage aside, don't they, and say, we're looking at this guy. What are you doing over here? Did you know that he's a gangster, basically? So then you've got Nicolas Cage staying with this guy who is a super fan and is actually writing his own film script, isn't he? And he wants Nicolas Cage yeah. to be in it. And um, they actually become good good buddies, don't they? It's like a buddy movie. They become yes. good friends. Yeah. Bloody hilarious what ensues. You know, I mean, some of the stuff. They're looking for inspiration, so they go out into town and they drop acid. Yeah. And then they're driving around in Javi's <laughs> car on acid, coming up with ideas for their script. You know, he's obviously playing a version of himself that's in this crazy adventure that's supposed to be real life, but really just ends up, you know, being like a movie, being all, all crazy. Yeah, because obviously the heavily reference the cinematic catalogue of uh, Nicolas Cage and all the different uh, pieces that all, find their ways into the different funny scenarios that are happening, Yeah, um, even in just subtle ways. And obviously the superfan Harvey has a kind of his own museum of Nicolas Cage memorabilia from over the years, like uh, the bunny rabbit from uh, 
Conair. Conair. He's the... got this really uh, weird, lifelike waxwork figure oh, of him from yeah. Face Off with the two guns. It's grotesque. I'll give you 20,000 for it. This movie was like a Nicolas Cage superfan's ultimate movie experience, wasn't it? It is. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Nicolas Cage. Um, yeah. Over the years. I mean, he's done some terrible stuff, but he's done some absolutely brilliant stuff as well. Yeah. Um, and such a variety. Um, and he's such a fun person um, anyway. It's funny, like last year, um, two movies came out for him. One of them was Pig, which is one of the best films he's ever done. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And the other one was Prisoners of the Ghostland, which is one of the worst movies he's ever done. So yeah. it, sort of, it just shows you what kind of artist he is. He's, even yeah. at this age now where he's like in his late 50s, he's still making his best and his worst uh, movies. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. And then he so shows no signs of slowing down with something like this, which I th- I think ranks quite highly in his catalogue. You know, it does, and he's a, he's an artist that is willing to take a challenge. It's willing to try something. Yeah, uh, and no they play what. on that in the movie as yeah. well. The fact that he's always looking for that artistic fulfilment rather than just taking the paycheck and pay, yeah. paying his hotel bills. Um, so it's it's great fun. It's it's incredibly funny. Um, it is. It is. Um, it's completely silly, um, but but in some ways, there's some believability to it, uh, which makes it work in a way. Yeah. You know, there's a grounding. This is a film, though, for movie lovers, I think, isn't it? Uh, because, yeah. you know, I think in real life, Nicolas Cage is like a massive movie fan. He actually loves The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and all of these movies that are referenced in it. Um. And so is Javi, but Javi's coming from that background of being like, you know, uh, a Nicolas Cage super fan. So then he's like, yeah. when he's getting to know him, he's like, says to him, um, what are your three favorite movies? And the first one he says is something like Face Off. And uh, Nicolas Cage is like, oh, thank you very much. And then he's like, Paddington 2. <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Nicolas Cage can't understand it. He's like, I cried all the way through. It's one of the best films ever made. And then they sit down and watch it together. And Nicolas Cage is crying and really enjoying it. And it's like, what a reference putting in there, Paddington too. So it is brilliant. And we turned to each other really and said, "Well, that's exactly kind of how we yeah. came upon Paddington, thinking, oh, it's Paddington, it's just be a kids' film.'" And then we, you know, were convinced by others to watch it, watched it, and we're like, "Wow, <laughs> you know, it's brilliant. It is an amazing film. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it is. They both are Paddington one and two brilliant films. Yeah, but the fact that they reference that in it—that's the kind of thing you can, you know." enjoying this movie really really funny uh over the top uh it's got action in it it's got lo- yeah. it's got loads of laughs uh it was great to be sitting amongst that many people everybody laughing For- it was. i forgot what that uh experience feels like and it's such an, a joyous thing you know 200, 200 strangers all laughing at uh, uh, this crazy film you know it was i thought the same thing because we, it's been a while since i've seen a comedy at the cinema yeah. um and it is a unique experience to you're laughing with other people. It, it brings that energy to it and uh, uh, makes you laugh at stuff more. And uh, so it worked really well. And I thought the pair in Cage and Pascal together. They were brilliant. Fantastic. What a, what a great idea. If you want to laugh, this is a film to watch. I think that's... Yeah. The, if the you want a good laugh, go and see it. And if you're a Nicolas Cage fan, you have to see it. You've got to yeah. see this one. <laughs> it's like the ultimate Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, definitely. Because I think it's just not too 
complicated in itself. It, it doesn't overthink it. It is just, it just is, you know, and um, it, it kind of works for people on a very base level, I think. Yeah, crazy adventure. Made me want to go back to Mallorca for sure. <laughs> Beautiful place. Maybe not to uh, stay with a gun runner in his. Uh, but yeah, maybe not <laughs> in, in his compound. <laughs> Getting hired by MI five to hunt someone out. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely recommend it to anyone who wants to a uh, good laugh or Nicolas Cage fans. So it's a thumbs up from me for sure. On the subject of uh, Nicolas Cage, um, obviously many great films over the years, and one of our favourites, I guess, would be uh, Face Off. Uh, absolute classic. It's well, definitely news... one of Javi's favourites. <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, the news coming out this week uh, is apparently um, a sequel, Face Off 2, is in the works. Um, it's not very clear at the moment whether both Cage and Travolta would return. Well, Cage uh, died in the first one. Well, um, but they could use his face. <laughs> yeah, they could. <laughs> it, is the, it is the world of movies. They could do whatever they want. That's it. But, um, yeah, there's been... Apparently, there's been talk and phone calls, and they're, they're starting to get together the idea of, of coming back to it. And uh, I thought it'd be quite interesting of, of, of all the films. Um, mm. It's the one you perhaps could go back to. And, and if the two of them were to come back and do what they uh, did, I mean, I'm not so sure with Travolta these days, he's a little bit, um, doesn't do much really, does he? But. Um, it was fun, and it might be fun again if they if they did it right. But mm. well, never count out John Travolta because look at the comeback from um, Pulp Fiction onwards. Yes, exactly. Uh, I don't know myself though. I don't know whether I want to see a sequel of Face Off. Um, I, I kind of like that film as it is. It's one of yeah, those John yeah. Woo classics. That's like you know, it's a full circle story as well. Um, to come back to it would be just maybe for the sake of it. I don't know, but never say never. Uh, it might it might be a lot of fun. They might do something interesting with it. But um, mm, that's strange. Strange that of all of the films he's done, it's that one that they're coming back with. Because if they do it for me, that's what you need. You need John Travolta. You need Nicolas Cage, and you need John Woo as well. Yeah, yeah. To direct it, definitely. But you know, that's see what happens. The Cage performance in that. Original film is is off the charts. Hilarious. It is off the charts. Yeah, it's something else. His face. In other movie news, did you see they were trying to cancel Bill Murray? Cancel Bill Murray. Bummer. Well, I don't know if they're trying to cancel him, but um, according to the uh, L.A. Times, um, Bill Murray allegedly behaved inappropriately on his latest film. It's not new territory, is what the article says. <laughs> it goes on to list all the times that uh, he has uh, fell out with people on set, but this was for a uh, film called Being Mortal, which he is involved with at the moment, um, a film adaptation of Surgeon Atwell Gawande's best-selling book of the same name. Also stars Aziz Ansari, Kiki Palmer, and Seth Rogen. Production was suspended this week, uh, and the blame has been put on Bill Murray for oh, Bill. inappropriate behaviour. That's a bit of a mad one, isn't it? Um, because, as I say, the article goes on to list all the times he's fell out with people like Lucy Liu on the set of Charlie's Angels. He yeah. 
was accused by Richard Dreyfus of being a drunken Irish bully, I remember him saying, when they did What About Bob together. Um, there are a few other uh, times that he's been cited as uh, falling out with people. But uh, what do you make of all this? Is is Bill Murray heading into Chevy Chase waters? I, I don't give a crap. Uh, probably. I mean, he's kind of been like a bit, a bit of a Chevy over the years anyway, hasn't he? Uh, as he's got older... <laughs> Like many from that era, they just become grumpy old curmudgeons and uh, they become difficult to work with. So, um, yeah. possibly into that territory. I think it's one of the things now that stars can be difficult to work with uh, on set. That's always been a, it's been a historical thing, hasn't it? There's yeah. always been moments. But um, now it's become a thing that if, if, if they are like that, it's being pulled up. Yes, um, being highlighted. It's been highlighted and and it's been taken seriously. Um, I suppose it depends what it is. But, that's uh, it. I mean, it's depending on how far it is. Chevy Chase was one of the people that they cite in it because they apparently had a fight uh, over the whole um, Saturday Night Live thing because yeah. uh, uh, Bill replaced Chevy in the second season, I think, or first season, somewhere there. There's some story behind it. McGee, who was the director of Charlie's Angels, said uh, that um, Murray uh, once head-butted him and said, an, an inch later, my nose would have been obliterated. It's a passionate <laughs> industry. Oh, my God. Imagine that. I think it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it, I think it's true. It's how, it depends on what it is. Mm. People arguing and disagreeing there's there's varying scales of that, and in a way, it is true. Um, some of the best artistic people, and we're not just talking actors here; we're talking about artists, musicians, I mean, people who are creative, often have these kind of strange uh, personality quirks. I don't get on with people in all kinds of various ways, mm. and so you kind of have to expect it a little bit. Um, you know, that there's going to be tension or possibly might be tension and stuff like that. Everyone can't be great friends all the time. And sometimes it's for the betterment of the film that there's a tension, there's, there's, a, there's something there um, to make it work. But, you know, you don't really want it turning into them kicking the shit out of each other, you know. So, yeah, or just being plain old nasty, you know, yeah. I mean? and swearing at people and headbutting people and stuff like that. It doesn't sound good. You know, I think... A lot of the times it does come down to personality. And unfortunately, I think for Bill Murray, this entitled kind of, I'm Bill Murray, I can get away with anything, is like you said, that people are not standing for it anymore and he's getting uh, called out for it. Yeah. Possibly uh, a bit of that. There's also the kind of, the the, the person who is the recipient of of so-called... Uh, the, the the other side of the disagreement, you know, mm. uh, the other person. It also depends on their character as well, because some people are, are very good at dealing with that and uh, yeah. a, a, can almost use it as a a thing to make them be better at something or, you know, fuel. And, and so where some people just can't take anything at all on mm. the other end, end of the spectrum, where even just someone telling them to off mm. is enough for them to go, ooh, you know. And so it's very difficult to go oh, it's one simple thing, isn't it, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, and so and you don't want to lose the kind of passion. And no. Well, look at that with Richard Dreyfus uh, saying he was 
uh, had problems with him on the set of What About Bob? Well, he has also been uh, one of the ones that's been noted as difficult to work with over the years. So that's it. What you need is like definitive evidence. Like I'm thinking of Christian Bale (laughs) (laughs) with the whole thing with the lights. Even some people were saying even that was taken out of context. But what I mean is if they get caught on tape or on film in in some form or another, you know, uh, showing this behavior, then um, there's no denying it then. But otherwise it, it can turn into, well, he said, she said, and you just don't know who to Well, believe. that's it. And there's lots of that goes on. Generally, I think where oh, such and such did this. Well, you got any evidence of such, you know, such a thing? It's, it's kind of difficult to say or do anything without without someone saying, oh, well, here's the proof of it. Because yeah. um, it is tit for tat otherwise. Yeah. Um, and you kind of then wonder what the person's um, reason for saying such a thing is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we saw last year where we agreed with someone kicking off, uh, of course, uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah. on set when people weren't wearing masks and he went off on that massive rant and of course we did well rightly bloody so it's it's people's yeah. safety I think that was uh, a bit different as well it's not like he was uh, being abusive he just he was just telling people off he just no, being Tom Cruise expect the best <laughs> that's know? it but of course some people t- took that away as they always do in the media and went oh it's terrible you know mm. kicking out you know and you think well no there's a reason you know and yeah. sometimes there is a reason then so sure yeah complicated but uh old bill seems to be in deep water and also this week uh they've announced the uh walk of fame class of 2022 um that the big headline coming out that james hong is going to be uh, getting a star, of course, most famous for his uh, role in Big Trouble in Little China. Um, uh, what about um, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> he's he's posed dad, isn't he? He is. He is. Yeah, I love him yeah. in that. No, he's big done, role there. Done a lot of done films, a lot James Hong. Yeah. A lot of films. Lots of uh, big and small roles over the years. Yeah. yeah. So he's finally getting the. Uh, a star on the on the Walk of Fame at ninety three years old he is now. Is he? So, um, oh my god! Uh, well deserved. Yeah, uh, you'd think he would have had one before now. <laughs> um, this comes after a big spear um, spearheaded effort uh, from Daniel Day Kim, um, fellow actor, to raise the necessary money because it's fifty five thousand um, dollars to kind of get the the funds to get the star together so uh, that was all raised on like a that's nothing in Hollywood though it isn't but um, unless you're James Hong or somebody yeah, who's just like you know maybe not quite as much money over the years as, as some other stars but well yeah, I've they seen that, uh, last month they gave one to Francis Ford Coppola and I thought he hasn't got one already after all these years shocking isn't it it is shocking considering some of the people who have gone like Godzilla has yeah. got a star. It's not even a real person. <laughs> it's like, you know, Godzilla's got a star on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, but Francis Ford Coppola hasn't. What kind of crazy industry is this? It's fucking crazy. I know Godzilla's done more films than Francis Ford Coppola, but I, I don't think that's how it it's works. It's quality, not quantity, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, some other names this year. We've got uh, Bob Odenkirk is uh, going to be added to the stars. Um, what about Bob? What about Bob? Mm. Uh, Carrie Fisher is getting one. 
Oh, a posthumous yeah. one. They must. Uh, that's a shame. That's a shame that they give them out. You know, afterwards. The, yeah, yeah. Because oh. oh, I'm glad she's yeah. getting one, but at the same time, would have you would, again? You would have thought. I'm surprised she hadn't got one already. That was it. That was, it's a bit odd. So it uh, starts to make you think. Who looking into who has and who hasn't? Who hasn't Maybe yeah. next week we'll do a guess who has and guess who hasn't, guess who hasn't and I'll put yeah. a list together and you'll have to guess if they've got a star or if they've got one or not yeah we'll do that next week Michael B. Jordan is getting one which um, I find a lot strange he's really yeah gotten... he is I mean he's great but he's only done a couple of films and yeah. James Hong 93 years old probably you know 93 films under his belt or something like that and he's only just getting one crazy Macaulay Culkin is getting one yay Deserved, I would say. Well, uh, yeah, he's a great child actor. Have you seen many films he's in while he's an adult? I haven't. No, but that's probably, you know, good kind of time. Like, kind of, he's a bit retired now, you know, and not <laughs> retired at the ripe old age of 44, that's whatever it. he is. <laughs> um, we've got Willem Dafoe is getting one. Yeah. Which my, is my man. richly deserved. Uh, yeah, love his, Willem uh, Dafoe. Career. He's great. Uh, and we've also got uh, Regina King, the only one. Great. Yeah, she's and doing good. Jason Momoa, which again is a bit... Jason? Early. Well, uh, considering Francis Ford Coppola only got one last year and they're giving them out to Michael B. Jordan and Jason Momoa, it's like, how, 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 how does this work? That's it. I think it's the same thing of like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you look at people who are in that and people who aren't and you kind of go... This makes no sense, you know. And so, right, um, I know in the the same with the the, the WWE and the and the rest and their Hall of Fame. And sometimes you see like people like celebrities going in, you know, like rappers and stuff. When big stars of the past are still not in, and you kind of go, "What?" Mm. You know. So it's it's odd. Uh, Very strange. Have you got a star on there yet, David Roberts? Uh, not yet, but I'm 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 starting to go fund me to raise still the still saving up the fifty five thousand dollars. If you want to make a donation, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put a fiver in for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I don't know what the rules are around getting in, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, certainly be worth looking at. Like I say, we'll pick it up next week and we'll have a look at who has and who hasn't. But who hasn't? Definitely crazy. That just leaves us enough time to tell you what else we've been up to on the internet this week on our website and here on our YouTube channel. We have a reaction to Thor, Love and Thunder, the new trailer for the forthcoming Marvel movie starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and a whole host of other stars directed by Taika Waititi. So if you want to see us react to that trailer, there is a link in the description below. We also have another review up, which is Dead Poet Society. That's on the website and here on the youtube channel again link in the description below and dave has written a very good article on our website the seven worst sequels ever made there ever. is there is some absolute <laughs> stinkers in that list dave if you want to see what dave selected for this list then check it out again there's a link in the description below absolutely um if you would like to listen to us in audio-only format, perhaps you're cooking in the kitchen or you're going for a walk, remember, we're on all the major podcast platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. We have a link in the description down below with all the information about that. And why not join us on social media? We are at More Movies For You on most of the platforms. Come and say hello to us over there on Twitter or have a live chat with us on Discord. 
uh, why not? I mean, you know, we're there. We're sitting here. We're waiting to hear from you. <laughs> Come and tell us what your worst sequels ever made were. Uh, again, all the links are in the description below. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what we're doing here and would like to support us, um, you can, of course, like, share, subscribe, and all that stuff. Um, or you can make us a monetary donation, buy us a little coffee, buy us a little latte at buymeacoffee.com. The link is in the description down below. We also have a Patreon where you can subscribe and then you can vote on films which we discuss, uh, films that we review, and see some extra hidden content. Thanks very much to everybody who does support us over there on Patreon and Buy Me A Coffee. We're really grateful for your donations and your support with likes, retweets, all that stuff. You're a good man, Joe. Thanks a bunch. Uh, I think that's it for this week, Dave. I think uh, we're cut there and we'll pick it back up again next week for number 49. What say you, sir? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, go and get yourself a coffee and we'll uh, start working on that uh, star for Hollywood Boulevard for you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's it for this video. Please leave us a comment and let us know what you thought. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe right here on YouTube. To check out more of our articles and reviews, check out our website, moremovies.co.uk. And why not join us on social media? That's uh, at More Movies for you across the board. You know the score. And if you'd like to support us, consider buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com or you can become a More Movies patron over on patreon.com. All the links are in the description below. And to check out more of our filmtastic videos, click one of the buttons on screen now.